Hello and welcome to Podcast of Vito, a Big Brother podcast. I'm your host, Brendan. And joining me as always are both my brothers, Terrence. Hey. And Owen. Hello. We've got a full crew here tonight for the first time in two weeks. We've only done this, what, three times this season? Yeah. This is fourth. There you go. Yeah. Well, no, you know, no, this is episode five, and yeah. I, I just did two duo episodes. I, I got the best record. Owen's here. a soldier. Yeah. You know, the thank fact you for your ma- service. <laughs> <laughs> the fact of the matter is, is like the Ringer, Ringer Podcast Studios isn't walking through that door. So we missed some episodes. It happens. Yeah. Um, if you're new to the podcast, we recap, discuss, and analyze every episode of Big Brother 23. And with that, let's get into the recap segment of the show. Hashtag, but first, let's start with Sunday. Got a lot to go through, a jam-packed week of Big Brother. And right off the bat, I think the the major driving force of this entire week was Christian and the Kings trying to decide who to target. And there's a lot of, there's a lot going on here because pretty much right off the bat, Christian's target is Whitney, which just seems to be the house target. It was Brittany and Whitney. <laughs> or not Brittany. Um, it was Brent and Whitney. And also known as Brittany. <laughs> <laughs> and uh and they were trying to decide who the second person would be, and they came to Hannah. Now, this is an important conversation because they came to Hannah for a certain reason, and that's because SB. Sarah Beth uh, was a strong advocate for Hannah going on the block and then ultimately would prove to be a strong advocate for Hannah going home. Let's discuss. Yeah, I mean, so you set the table pretty well there. Um, What was really interesting here is, you know, we talked last week about how this was the first week of almost like the rest of the game. There wasn't a distinct target. Everything was kind of dictated by the teams and the king sort of, you know, running things team-wise, um, there was no sort of dissension before this point. Now we're at the point where everyone's starting to sort of find their own footing, and we finally saw some sort of like disagreement between these teams. It wasn't just all kumbaya. So SB was obviously, obviously the most outspoken, but what I also found kind of interesting was that while they are a showmance, Chrysalis isn't necessarily like in line with each other because – Alyssa thinks that getting Hannah out might be best for her game as well, just like SB, while Christian's like, oh, I want Whitney out. And then on the other end of the spectrum is Xavier, who does not want Hannah to go because of the cookout. And she's like a little sister to him. Correct. Yeah, so you got to think about the familial aspect. But yeah, so the other thing is, there's so much there's so much to talk about here. We, we can just like yeah. kind of ramble about this. Oh, oh, wait, we, let's slow it down for a moment. And just talk about how I really liked seeing the post-Christian HOH win and seeing being able to see the Kings immediately get together. And they are like a team that is on top mm-hmm. of the game. Yet they're all kind of in different sectors of the game. They just don't really realize it. Um, and Terrence, I know you and I, I think we went over this last episode seeing their discussions and seeing the different rooting interests of uh, like Xavier trying to keep the cookout safe and SB thinking about her own game. Just the fact that there are these legitimately good alliances within the game plus legitimately good teams. 
plus the fact that all of these people have at least one person outside of their alliance that they actually care about and all of their desires are getting pulled all over the place. It's adding a ton of intrigue to seeing strategic conversations happen like this out in the open. Yeah, mm-hmm. this has been the most entertaining game strategy-wise I can remember. It Definitely since we started doing this pod. Like, there hasn't been anything close. Because uh, everyone's participating. Season 20. Season 20 was good, but, like, Tyler took the, I'm just going to be friends with everyone approach, yeah, but, and it worked for him. But what was that alliance? Um uh, level five. Level five. Yeah, but there's a difference between their because every season has they're pretty calculated. Let's say three very good players, right? Mm. Well, that was five. Almost like seventy five percent of the house is engaged in some high level strategic thinking. Correct. Correct. So I, I just find that to be unique, and I think that is a good mark for the casting. Well, and oh, I agree. And the jokers are the joke of the house and they really are. but there are people on the team who are involved in higher level game correct at least with Derek F yeah and oh Aza. and Aza yeah. yeah um so yeah so sort of getting back to it those are sort of the rooting interests within the kings and that sort of dictates how the rest of the week goes in the sort of like power struggle we can talk about all the different meetings Christian's ha- Christian has and the sort of wild card here is that the target is moving constantly because he's very impressionable. Yes. <laughs> um, well, there was a funny moment where, sorry, Owen, where, um, well, actually, we're going to get to that later. I don't want to okay. spoil it. Uh, one thing I do want to go over that I think we finally, we got an answer to it in Wednesday, but we should address right off the bat because this seemed to be kind of a thing within the King's conversation. Is it's like, well, now that Britney's, or, oh my God, we're going to be messing this up all <laughs> It's podcast. hard. Now that Brent is gone, Whitney's just next. And watching the King's discussion, there seemed to be a little bit of a, like, well, like, why is Whitney next? No one really seemed to know. But I think the only answer is that Derek X snitched. Derek and, F. like Derek X. Oh wait, no, actually Derek it was F. Derek F. It was That Derek comes F. later in this episode uh, though. Talking, so it's like talking yeah. about how um well that's when they showed it. How Whitney True. wanted the Kings gone. Yeah, that's that, like that is ultimately what it comes back to. Thing. Yeah. So, so well, the one thing I want to say here before we move on to the next portion. Well, I don't want to move on. I want to stay in this room as in the With HOH room. Now. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, if you I'm look at our rundown, the, the whole episode is in the HOH room. room, really. You know well, what I mean? But I think a lot of it can be tackled now in the sense that there's really like one conversation that they kind of had a little bit All off week. and on, yeah. but you can kind of go through most of it. Yeah, and I, so I think Derek or uh, Xavier sort of summed it up the best. Everyone has their own ideas of what they want this week within the Kings, mm-hmm. but as a whole, they're a smart alliance. So the big point that got brought up here, I think mainly by Alyssa, that I thought was really good and didn't maybe hold as much weight as I thought it would, is if everyone wants Whitney out, why do we do the work for other teams? Mm-hmm. Which I, I thought that was a great point. Well, and what I really liked, I liked how Xavier was, he said, yeah, you know, I've been really trying to sway them off of Hannah, but the problem is my team is really smart. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> because Hannah... Makes sense. Hannah actually is a competitor. Whitney's not a competitor. Nope. Um, one thing we'll, we'll go beyond the Kings in a moment here. The problem I have with that Alyssa point 
and the problem that I just have, I guess it's a modern Big Brother problem, is the sense of, well, the HOH just decides who goes home. It's like, you don't get to tell these other teams, oh, no, we're getting this person well, he's out. Got a, like, he's got a mandate. But but the other teams are the ones that get to decide who goes home after you put them up. Correct. And while that is an annoying aspect of Big Brother, it's undeniable and undeniable undeniable (laughs) it holds a ton of weight early in the game historically right but if you're an alliance in the background kind of like the cookout this is great for you because if what you want to happen falls in line with what the hoh wants the hoh can think that they're in control meanwhile they have no idea that if what they wanted didn't line up with you it all falls out from underneath them so you know, while it is like a problem with the game, um, it's it's kind of a, a weakness for you know the HOH because they don't real they don't know what they don't know. In other words, mm-hmm. it's kind yeah, of akin no. to the people who think, "Oh, uh, I picked you to play on the POV. That means you got to use it on me." Yeah, it's, it's kind of naive. You are my Jar Jar Binks. Oh God, <laughs> <laughs> I am. No, no. Uh, who you pick for the veto? Oh. Not, not you. You. <laughs> Yo, we've been meaning to tell you. We decided on the Misa. last pod. You are our Jar Jar. Misa, host of podcast. <laughs> Misa, your Jar Jar Binks. Um, and then my my final point on this conversation. I'm putting the tickler out there. I think, tickler. or like I'm I'm putting this out there. Oh <laughs> yeah, you never heard that? <laughs> no, I haven't. <laughs> putting your tickler this file. Is, this is like a couple seasons ago when I said. Uh, Water over the bridge. <laughs> <laughs> I think that is a thing. I'm just not that familiar with it. Um, but anyways, um, I think that Sarah Beth might be a little bit involved in the drama. And I think that, uh, well, uh, wow, I'm convinced Sarah Beth, master negotiator. Anytime you go to the negotiation table, really the way you convince other people to c- go along with you is just tell them, what you want, only you. It's yeah. like, are you kidding me, Sarah Beth? She's like, yeah, well, I think Hannah should go because, well, only personally for my game, only me. You're all friends with her. <laughs> yeah, it makes like, no sense. Like, oh, you are selling this, Sarah Beth. Thank you. Yeah. And, and all it does is pan target on you where eventually the team's going to be like, well, like, we're Chrysalis and whatever. You know, like, I can't think of the breakdown, like, you know, Tiffany, Xavier, and Kylan are the cookout. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, well, like, Sarah Beth only thinks about herself. Yeah. Oh, well, she's part of the Royal Flush, right? That's yeah, what I'm talking and, about. And yeah. th- this is I'm what breaking, talking That's about. what I'm breaking down. Yeah, yeah, Um, Very, very unimpressed with her gameplay this week. Bad. Yeah. Now, I, I'm kind of of two minds with it, because she was clearly, like, sniffing something out of it doesn't make sense why none of you want to take the person that yeah we all have a high opinion of her but doesn't that mean that she's a threat no but you're you're basically making the proper argument for her that's not what she did she was just like oh well it makes sense for my game the way you convince people to agree with you is to get them to agree with you so basically what she should have done is laid out oh well she's friends with so-and-so and she's already proven to be smart with whatever. And you get them to be like, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I agree with you. We should get rid of her. Not, 
Oh, well, it, it makes sense only for my game. She even said, you're all friends with her and I'm not. So she should go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, she argued it horribly. The The main good thing is that she was seemingly discovering something in the moment. But yeah. the, the thing oh, wow. she doesn't seem to realize is that like you just can't speak openly to more than two people. Mm-hmm. And even then you might get screwed. And so this will come up later, but that's a l- becoming a little bit of a theme of the season. While a lot of these people are thinking strategically, they're not executing well. Fake news. I think it, I think it's the edit. Oh, okay. I really yeah, do. We'll, we'll get to it when we get to I it. I really do. <laughs> All right. So seeing as we've only got one through one bullet point, but that's the big bullet point. Huge. Um, Whitney wears really impractical athleisure <laughs> and Derek F. called her on it. And it was funny. That was one of the funnier sequences so far in the season. It was funny because I would imagine everyone who is watching this season has been like, what is the deal with that hoodie bra combination? Like, <laughs> everyone's had that everyone conversation. Had conversation yes. <laughs> so thank you, Derek F., for being the voice of the people. Uh, <laughs> he He's good at that. Yeah. That's a fine line where so everyone likes someone enough where they can make fun of you to your face and you almost like them more for it. Yeah, I we got a lot of Derek F doing that this oh, week in general. He's a man. There's, I would love to hang on him. I agree. There's a weird thing where I feel like this happens a lot in the show and it's like a weird uh sixth sense thing that I think is like really a thing in human nature that you don't even realize. The fact that he was just like, Oh, yeah, Xavier's a lawyer. And like that was the one he honed in on, and then he just kept making that joke, like yeah. Haha, Mr. Lawyer, over crazy, there. right? Yeah, it's, he he's really good socially, right? Um, <laughs> are we underrating Derek F a little bit? He's he's the guy who could win as a floater. Yes, he'll have yeah. the, he'll have the one floater case. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. ooh, we tried to make the case of like he's got Frazier blood. He can he can lift a lot. He might be a yeah, copy. It's, yeah. it's not working. Did, unfortunately, did not is there a lifting competition? No. Okay, so moving on to the wild card comp, the final wild card comp of the season. Spoiler. Oh, <laughs> oh. Sorry, we're watching the live feeds right now. Watching bad the comp. podcasting. Get back to the bad recap. bad co- podcast. Misa? So. (laughs) (laughs) You're off the rails. (laughs) I'm not really off the rails. Uh, Wildcard comp, final wildcard comp of the season, and Claire won. Yeah, so we have Claire, um, Aza, and Whitney playing, right? Yep, and it was one of the classic, like, you're maneuvering a ball down the board. And (laughs) and I don't think... I don't honestly think Whitney got past like the first turn the entire time. Whitney, uh, okay. no, neither did Aza. Unfortunately, Aza put up an all-time performance. Th- this was a painful competition to watch because Whitney. I'm sorry, she just kind of seems to be bad at everything. Yeah, like everything yeah. they've s- showed her do, not makeup. She, she is bad at not makeup, but um. <laughs> Yeah, she's not bad at her career. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Congrats, well, I mean, it, Some people are. And Aza taking her time is one of the worst competition strategies I've ever seen. Well, because she didn't take her time. She just was afraid to play. Yeah, completely. At some point, she can't have thought that this was like actually a strategy at some point you have to realize like my ball has to move. <laughs> yeah. It, because realistically, if her thought was like, Oh, I'm going to go for 
one attempt across and I'm going to hit it. I don't think that's even possible because you need enough of a lift to get it moving at all. And mm-hmm. nothing you're going to do is going to stop it completely. Right. So you can't go inch by inch. You Inertia. have to go stretch by stretch. You know what I mean? Yeah. She she thought the game was permadeath. Yes. And then <laughs> and then from uh Claire's perspective, obviously she won, but I mean it took her enough tries to to clutch the victory. Yeah, we were just waiting. At at a, at a certain point, it was almost like someone else deserves to win because you can't you can't close this out. Yeah, br- bring in a fourth fourth uh, wild card count. I think Owen and I have talked about this. Cliff Hogg won this a couple of years ago. Yeah, to battle back into the house, <laughs> Money Man Hogg. Um, that was a, a great gif that we got from that all timer. But uh, I've always thought that this comp is like if you have played a Legend of Zelda game, you can win this game. I mean, I feel like everyone I has disagree. done versions of this stuff. Like, you, you just figure it out. Yeah. It's like an escape room. I have done one of these Not in an the escape, escape room. room that we went to for your birthday. Yeah, that was rough. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no. So we were in one in Pittsburgh a few years ago, and they did this awful thing where we were a group of four, and they paired us with another group of four. Oh, no. Ooh. Oh, it was horrible. So it was like this old couple and their daughter. Oh, you can't do that. And it was the first time they were meeting her boyfriend. <laughs> it was brutal. So they're just like doddering around, like puttering around. Oh, what's this? I Terrence is like, we need to maneuver this. Yeah. So no, literally. So this old man, his name was Ken, freaking Ken. Oh. Um, Ken realizes that if you look through this window, there's basically one of those uh, games where you like move the marble along the grooves until you mm-hmm. get it to the hole, which is essentially the same concept as the wild card cop. And, we're looking through the window, and he, you need to pull these levers, and that's how you do it. Mm-hmm. And he's just standing there looking at it like frozen. <laughs> and me and my wife go up there, and we're like, "Okay, well, we need to, we need to get in, do this, and get it to the hole." And he's just like, "Okay," and he just stays in one spot. He pulled and doesn't move. <laughs> and I'm like, "Let me take that." So I, literally, I like push the guy out of the way. I'm like, "Okay, boom, 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 done." It was hilarious. So that's what Ozzy did. You, you basically. You were Frankie Grande, though, when he needed to win his own Battle of the Block. <laughs> wow. That is here. Wow. I forgot about well, that. Well, never forget the one we went to for Terrence's birthday that was literally just a room with sand dumped on the floor, and there was no riddle or mystery. You just had to sweep up some sand and find the code. Sweep up some sand and guess words related to Egypt. Oh, and you, all, yeah, and you also had to uh, tear a lawn chair apart to find a piece of paper. <laughs> that was the worst I've ever been. Needless to say, we did not escape. And, and the guy gave us. No, we did escape, didn't we? No, he just basically came and was like, oh, uh, so yes, yeah, sand, and uh, you would need water if you were in sand. <laughs> I like, forgot it was uh, that stupid. <laughs> also, we can't forget that he. Uh, he gave us like seven loose beers. Oh, and, <laughs> and we're also pretty sure at one point, and like pretzels. we were locked in there without supervision because he came back with a cake that he seemingly bought from the grocery store <laughs> down the street, which would mean that we were actually locked in <laughs> with no ability to get out. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't great. <laughs> uh, we've never quite like laid out that moment, everything right next to each other. That's insane. Oh, so God. this wildcard comp came with an awesome power. It was either safety for your team or safety for myself <laughs> until <laughs> I. Uh, until jury. No brainer. 
It's just so, yeah, a no three weeks of safety, right? Just, yeah. I mean, that's huge. No yeah. brainer. Claire took safety till jury. Uh, Tiffany was giving off big, like, uh, Khaleesi smiling, happy for you vibes, which I thought was a little too obvious. But it's like, come on. Like, do well, you really think? I think she was largely happy for her. I, uh, I think I think she was. And I also think enough people here are smart enough to realize, like, any one of us in that position, you just, you take the yeah, jury safety. You have like, to. It, you, you can't look at her with that much spite. The thing with Tiffany, and I love, I love Tiff, it just major, like, label her as Khaleesi or, like, a Emperor Palpatine, like, very powerful. You know she's pulling the strings in the background. She's more Littlefinger. Yes, yes. Littlefinger is a good one. Um, you know she's Everyone pulling the friend. strings in the background. Everyone is your enemy. <laughs> and, um, and with a that... Every- shade. <laughs> Let me finish my point. <laughs> um... Knowing that she's pulling all the strings, you then read into like every smile she has, and it's like, is that a genuine smile or is that like a conniving well, smile? But that's like, I think I'm just not a trusting person because my reaction, if I was Claire, not even just, I mean, also to Kylan, although I don't think Kylan's capable of like envy. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I uh, the Care Bear Kylan. Like the second she was like, you like you deserve that or something, I'd be like, see, what's her angle here? Yeah. Is she being sorry? She's being sarcastic, right? I I, yeah. I mentioned on the on the episode I did with you, Brendan. After Kylan's hoh, she kept doing the to Kylan like I'm so proud of you right now. That, yeah, and, and it's like very like villain in a movie and, and like good villain in a movie. Right. See, but someone like me, I'd just be like, what what's she getting at right now? <laughs> <laughs> uh so then um. We've got, you know, more meetings with the Royal Flush. You know, they're concerned about the wild card power, but it didn't get used in a way that, like, hurts yeah. them. I-, I think the big takeaway from this, because we did lay out everyone's goals within the Kings, is Tiffany is having a reaction to Sarah Beth and what she's trying to do. Mm-hmm. So I think that's really interesting. And... The other thing that I found to be interesting is I think this is around the time when the attention got deflected away from Hannah finally. And Xavier had kind of a huge tell. And he's sitting there he's like, oh, yeah, that's that, great. That was, like, in Wednesday. that was actually in, when- that was was in Wednesday's episode. Okay, well, regardless, he, he ends up having a huge tell at some point. Hot dog. So we have these few little um, glimpses into like, okay, maybe something's going on here. I think Sarah Beth has an, some inclination that's going on, but no one is able to quite put together the cookout yet. So th- that's really what I'm thinking about when I think about this part of the episode. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I think this is also the time that Derek F uh, really labeled Whitney as someone who's coming after the Kings. Also labeled Whitney as the W. Like oh that. yeah, I don't like saying people's names. <laughs> then you can't. Then they can't say, "Oh, I said your name." That's like such nonsense. We, oh. we have to treat Whitney as Voldemort. <laughs> yeah, um, you know, she who must not be named. A low key thing that I thought was kind of stupid at the time, but I think plays well long term, was Christian's determination in this week to get the Joker's on his side and to talk to them as confidants and do everything in his power to not target slash put up one of them. So that's a great segue because 
Christian's the first HOH that I've seen that took the person who wasn't the target, spoke to them beforehand, and said, you're literally going up as a pawn. Well, everyone has tried, right? Nope. Like Xavier tried with Brent. No, but Brent, I'm not a pawn. But Brent okay, but wasn't Brent, the pawn. Yeah. No, I know, but like, okay. So, oh, you're saying, like, Brittany, actually saying it to the real pawn. Oh, maybe Brittany wouldn't have cried all week if someone had just said, hey, you're not the target. Seriously, you're just a pawn. That's a good point. She still might have. She she probably would have, but like, <laughs> you got to do that. Yeah, I know. It's part of the game, and Christian did it with Hannah, and, you know, it seemed to be a pretty effective move, so credit to Christian for that. Yeah, he played a pretty straight-up HOH, I'd say. Yeah, so he nominates Hannah and Whitney. I Before we move on, I do want to say I thought Hannah really did lay out a really good case for herself on the fly. She did. She's compelling. Yeah, and She's I mean analytical. <laughs> I I one thing I want to get at as we cover more of the episodes this week. Hannah like knows that she's a genius pretty much. And it's annoying a little yes. bit, but in moments like this it's she's like you so know arrogant. what? In moments like this she kind of came through. So that's like, a she, perfect she seemed pretty good. It's a perfect time cuz we can kind of go out of time with this one. Uh, they showed when she was trying to say that Christian's impressionable. <laughs> she was like, yeah, it's kind of unbelievable because he's 23. It's like, does Hannah realize that 23-year-olds are like the dumbest MFers? That might be like the dumbest age That's you like could possibly be. Your dumbest age. No, I, I am 23. <laughs> and you're dumb. I mean, I don't know what to tell you. Um, my biggest realization as a 23-year-old is training a kid at work and being like, oh my God, I'm five years older than an 18-year-old. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I would say Blink-182 is overrated, but they were on to something with the nobody likes you, Owen, when, when you're when you're 23. 23. Yeah. No <laughs> one likes Christian. <laughs> I don't, true, I don't hate Christian. I don't like Christian. He He's a nothing person to me. He's... He's wallpaper. Yeah, I mean, he's kind of a nothing person to me, but that doesn't translate to dislike. Yeah, I, I've i come to the yeah. conclusion he's fine and, like, insanely athletic. Oh, 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 actually, I wanted to bring that up because I know you like to hate on Christian. I do. But I wrote in my notes, burpee backflips, actually impressive. Yes. Oh, it's are. stupid, though. Did you see his ankle on the one? Yeah. I was he's, like, oh, this is he's gonna pull a Christmas because he hurt himself. He's gonna pull a Christmas. Yeah. yeah, no, he's he's like not gonna be able to walk when he's older because of shit like that. No. But yeah, very athletic for yeah, what he is. I mean, he's now. definitely athletic. He's just like whatever. Can it's you imagine having to hang out with Christian? Um I don't think he's that bad. I really don't. I think he's like a pretty normal, chill dude. I don't know. He might be a struggle to hang out with. He strikes me as the type chill of guy. Vibes. Like we're we're all sports guys, and he strikes me as the type that if you tried talking sports with him, he would like think he knows a lot what he's talking about, and it's like he would be attributing See? players like to the wrong yeah. sport and stuff, and it would just be really annoying. I agree. <laughs> That's why I don't like him. No. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. So moving on to Wednesday, uh, Derek X. It, he said that he was surprised that Hannah got put on the block. Yeah, um, I found this a little bit interesting because... Wasn't he in those conversations? Yeah, I think he was in the, the conversation that Christian and, and his alliance... Well, basically the Royal Flush conversation about who was going to go up. So I don't know if he was, though. He's the ace up the sleeve. Well, sure, but like, don't you think they would include him in at some point? 
that I just found that to be a little in bit fact, interesting. In fact, that should make him a little nervous. It probably should. That's a good point. And I think it did, sort of. Well, it did. But what I found um, to be really interesting about it was, I need to think of a different word other than interesting. <laughs> compelling. Yeah, compelling was that he is, he sort of fell into the trap of teams for a second. We know teams are going away at some point, right? Like the players know this. Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, I, I can't be on the one team with two. So I would, I want to win the POV, take off Hannah, and save Whitney and keep my team in, intact. Meanwhile, ignoring that he's in this really unique, good position with the Royal Flush. Now, I understand if maybe he's feeling a little bit slighted that he didn't know this was coming, but I really like Derek X. I think he's smart overall, but he. He's twenty three. Like he, like <laughs> he, he's just not. He's just missing a couple things. But like the unbridled potential. That's what you draft him. It's for. huge. That's why I drafted him. Yeah. Um, I completely agree with everything you just said, and I certainly had a point before I started talking, and now I don't. Oh, great point. Thank you, Ron. <laughs> twenty three. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Uh, so. Xavier tells Whitney why she's on the block. Apparently, um, Xavier and Whitney have been close, which actually leads to a segue of buddies. Oh, this is the scene where, or this is the uh, the segment of the show where they tell us which women in the house have been thirsting over Xavier. <laughs> Frankly, it should be all of them. Yeah, I mean Xavier's <laughs> the perfect catch. Yeah. Um, and you know she was pretty upset. Um. She denied that she ever threw the king's name out there. And her reasoning was fair. It was like, well, she obviously denied it. But then in the diary room, she's like, well, everyone threw the king's name out there. Yeah, yeah. It was just, it was just, it was just attaching a reason to what was in she's all reality. She was next after Brent. She's the patsy. It, it, it really is kind of like it's why you call Whitney the W. We're, we're seeing it right now. Whitney vocally said, we got to go after the Kings, and that got used against her. Were the Jokers not saying amongst themselves, we got to go after the Kings? I'm pretty sure they were. They were. Of course they were. Tiffany was one of the main uh, drivers of that movement. Oh, completely. No. Oh, uh, wait. Yes. No. T- Tiffany is in the Royal Flush, though. Tiffany said, if someone not in the Kings wins the HOH next week, the king a needs King to up, yeah. needs to go home. I don't remember that. Do you pod uh, twenty three? I believe you. I've been on every episode. <laughs> don't dare come at me. Um, uh, which leads to uh the revelation because I I didn't know this. Azza likes Xavier and is upset by Xavier and Whitney's cuddle sessions. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we're we're in love and showmance right now. Yeah. Imp- no, impromptu. We, yeah. We're we're just gonna move this up. Love yeah. and showmance. I haven't seen uh can you remember the last time there was like a schoolgirl crush aspect of Big Brother? Uh I mean there was um Shelly and Clay Honeycutt that took about eighty oh, days yeah. to kiss each other. Yeah, but they were like together the whole time. Yeah, I know, I know, but very very middle school that it did take about like eighty days. That was funny, yep. I forgot about that. <laughs> um I think this one's giving off uh, so like if middle school vibes is like, oh, this is, you know, like an innocent love, this is giving off like the movie about the obsessed girlfriend who ends up like murdering someone because Aza kept saying, you know, you know, I've got a crush on him and 
I, you know, want Whitney gone because of that. And then the reason I'm saying this, uh, during the goodbye messages, <laughs> spoiler, uh, so, <laughs> instead of just be like, oh, goodbye, Whitney, <laughs> like, I'm sure we can be friends outside the house, uh, explains, well, you know what, Whitney? I didn't really like you very much because I have a crush on Xavier. <laughs> yeah. She's concerning me a little bit. It's um, a little much. I like her a lot as a uh, person. Like, she seems like a nice girl. Um, oh, yeah. But she is, it's almost like she's not even paying attention to the to game. To the game, yeah. She's just like, yeah, I just live here now. And, like, I'm focused on, like, this week I'm focused on Brittany. Yeah. Now it's like, I only care about my crush on Xavier. And Xavier's yeah. like, yeah, like team no man's for life, freakazoids. Uh, yeah, appreciate that you're great, like whatever. But Xavier is so like adept at working his way through it, though. Like, no, like, I don't think ah. many guys can just like laugh it off like that and she, be okay. If she had the conversation seriously, where she's like, I want to, cr- she was like cried a little bit and was like, I have a crush on you, and he was just like. What? <laughs> <laughs> Pulls the bucket head over his, no over his eyes. <laughs> it was like I I actually was watching it like this guy's a master. <laughs> He's literally like the monkey emoji with uh his hands over his, his eyes. Yeah, yeah. And, then, and then they cut to him in the diary room, like, yeah, like not having a showman's, but you know, Oz and Whitney, wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh all right, so that was Love and Showman's. I you know, I feel like that's usually how Love and Showman's is. It's the it's the segment that we airdrop into the middle of but first. We actually managed to hold off last episode. Well, well I don't mind last, doing that. Yeah. Last episode, we actually had enough to like, we can break this off. We've got multiple new relationships. True. So we get into the power of veto competition. Great comp. It's one they do maybe not every year, but one of my favorites frequently. And it's the one where you, you know, you like have to like roll a ball back and forth and catch it a hundred times very hard competition but one thing i've noticed that i think is great they've had all the like you know the comps that they do every year is it just me or does it seem like the comps are a little bit more like gender non-specific i would argue yes up to up to this point i think you're right but i thought to myself in this one with how much the women were struggling I really think the longer legs and longer arms are a huge advantage. Aza like could have won. She just dropped it. Uh, she was yes, like, far ahead. No, she was. I mean, she was like two ahead, and she got to twenty. Like that—that's nothing. Like mm. she, she probably would have gotten. That's just endurance. Sure, but I, I don't know. I really think the long arms plays a huge role. I don't know. I mean, Christian does not strike me as a tall guy, and obviously. Christian one. Christian's fast. Um, sure. Well, I mean, like, but I'm saying if we're talking about just men versus women in general, like that, like Derek X didn't really need to Aza move that much and because Claire, he had long arms. Aza true, and Claire true. have long arms, and Whitney's the shortest person on the planet, and she struggles. Well, well you know, <laughs> I felt bad because when they walked out and showed the cop, I was like, "Well, Whitney can't win. This. She's not even as tall as the the thing she's playing with." Do you think Whitney got past five at any point? No. Well, and, and, uh, there was one moment though. Where Whitney had a pretty like dramatic drop, but thank God Brittany was there to yell, "Wit, you're doing fantastic!" Oh my God, how freaking annoying! <laughs> uh, but I That's think that Jeff Probst, <laughs> <laughs> Whitney struggling. We'll see. Whitney if she can... struggling. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, I wonder if 
I think the the Claire issue was not the fact that long arms don't matter. I think it was a distinct lack of coordination. <laughs> yeah. I, I really think that was the issue there. I, I watched that comp though, and like you know, Claire's a little bit shorter than I am, and you know, I don't think I'm not an athletic person, but I do think the bending under the net. I think I'd be bad at that. That would suck. You're right. Like, um, I feel like Zay or uh, Derek X is like a kind of nimble, limber. lanky. Yeah, I I don't think I'd be good at that. The one thing that I took away from this comp, though, uh, especially when you apply this logic to someone like Christian, Derek X said his strategy was to go slow and steady because, as we all know, the tortoise always beats the hare. Which Facts. is factual. It's not. Well, I, I think I'm it, starting to think maybe it actually just happened in real life. In one very famous anecdote. Nope, nope, just happened in real life. Maybe the takeaway from the tortoise and the hare shouldn't be that slow and steady always wins. It should just be if you're fast, don't be a jackass. <laughs> because Christian was fast <laughs> well, and he won. No, I, I actually thought Derek X's strategy was sound because he wasn't going like Aza slow. I mean, he was he almost won. It was just I'm not going to risk dropping it because I'm going too fast. Which Christian yeah. was risking. He just he just executed. Off. Yeah. Yeah. Speed kills was a better strategy in this case than <laughs> the tortoise always wins. <laughs> so Christian won. Perfect week. Yeah. Uh, Owen and I talked about this a little bit last week. He's racking up stats for Endgame. So, uh, yeah, it's it's really him and Derek Axe are the only guys with stats so far. Yeah. Uh, um, so I thought that was interesting. And I thought this was an impressive win because Derek X was right there and, like, actually oh, yeah, the whole a run for his money. Derek so, X is, like, top three three competitors in the game uh, physically absolutely um he's shown it time and time again that he's very coordinated and pretty athletic can we just talk about one quick aspect going into this pov though yeah i was just about to bring it up uh it's after the situation where we we hit on it somewhat a little bit ago everyone wanted Derek x to play right because Mm -hmm. oh the royal flush thought He'll do what we want with it, which I thought was stupid. Why would Very you think stupid that? on their part? But also, he had distinctly different plans for it. Uh, so I, I don't know. What, what do you guys think about that? He he consistently is finding himself in these binds. I actually had a few thoughts pre-veto. One of them being about Derek X, mainly. I couldn't believe Whitney's diary room of how betrayed she felt when Hannah picked Derek X for house guest choice. Yes. Because uh, did the show create this relationship? Are we the only ones? No, it's so obvious. It's so obvious every time they're all in a room together. And, you know, come on, Whitney. (laughs) Like, are you kidding me? Like, we get it. You're on a team, but also... You need to realize you're on a team with what we're assuming, for all intents and purposes, is a couple here. A showman's. Yes. And the other takeaway, um, more of a bad look for Sarah Beth, is uh, Sarah Beth making it all about her when yeah. she didn't get picked. So for many video. thoughts here. So, Oh, this is bad. Well, yeah, but I, I, before we even get to that, I want to pick up on what you were saying before that, Owen. Um, the other th- like logical issue is that she uh, was thinking, okay, why would 
Hannah take Derek X when he's on my team. And it's like, wait, that's her only other teammate as well. So it makes complete sense that you want Derek X in the competition either way. Yes. So, <laughs> and know. also the way Whitney should have been thinking of it is even if he uses it on Hannah, that's another opportunity for like another target to go up that maybe I can convince them. Yeah. Is a problem. Like it, it all in all, even though Derek X wouldn't use the veto on her, it is still a win that he was part of the competition being on her team. So sure. I think Derek X had the perfect outcome in the competition. He because did. But why did he want to win so bad? That's why I, I know because I was thinking like, man, he's got to find a way to throw this, but like close. And it, maybe he did. I don't think he did, I don't think but he it did. worked out perfectly. I don't think he did either. I'm just saying. Um, I actually, from all signs, it seems like no one thought that the teams were going to go away this quickly. I didn't no. think it was me this quick. I don't feel like another week. I was frankly amazed at how loyal the people people have been to their teams. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm In glad they weeks. did it. It worked. Me too. Oh, me too. It worked out great. Um, we said last week how we think extra constraints make for much more creative gameplay, and it did. So um, that part was good. But uh, what I'm thinking is like why. <sighs> We, we, we said Brittany was falling into the trap of like, oh, my only alliance members are my teammates. Mm-hmm. But like, why why do you think someone like Derek X falls into that? That's what I don't get. Like, someone who we think is a savvy game player. That's what I get at where he's I, like just missing on a couple well, things. Well, I, I don't know. He he likes a girl in the house. Yeah. Okay, I also, that's fair. I also think it's just the, he's kind of been in like the Tyler role where I think a lot of people like him and they're just like, yeah, like you're my guy. And he keeps being in these situations where he's like, so like, who do I actually like go along with here? Sure. Because they're conflicting. Yeah. Um, any follow-ups on my thing about SB though? We also, uh, that prompted Tiffany doing the hair braiding for Hannah and putting it out there. Like she's, she's questionable and she's coming after you. So be aware. And Tiffany and Hannah have a final two. Yeah, so, yeah, this is the continuation of Tiffany sort of being put off by the way Sarah Beth was acting in the HOH room. And, you know, if you're Sarah Beth, you got to be smarter than this. I, I just don't get what, what she's doing here. But, uh, yeah. It, I'm never going to play in a veto. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think while we worry sometimes about Tiffany maybe getting a bit emotional and running her mouth somewhat, um, she hasn't been egregious with it, but it's happened a little bit. I think this was a really good instance of her knowing when to relay info to someone. Like mm-hmm. it was very smart to clue Hannah and like, hey, Sarah Beth is like really hot on trying you. to get you out of here. Yeah. So not only I mean they were already aligned, it didn't create an alliance, but now she has like that much stronger of a bond with someone within her alliance and that a final two forms. I think Sarah Beth and Frenchie, your your two guys, Terrence. <laughs> are perfect proof of especially an early game big brother if you have a specific goal that you're just going to keep trying to like break down to break down the door to get it to happen it's going to come back to bite you you have to be like as indifferent as possible early game and then just be like and ah, yes good idea <laughs> just like <Xavier. laughs> yeah you're indifferent until you have the opportunity to actually execute something yeah exactly um by the way, I this is not in the outline, but I would love to do a check-in. Do we have our 
drafted teams. I would love to see after the end of teams where we stand. I think so. I think I, I, think I, I wrote down my mine. I, I have all of our teams in my notes, I believe. Heck yeah. Do we want to go over it quick right now? Heckin' yes. Sure, why not? We're thinking about it. Okay, so... I'm always thinking about it. B-Rex <laughs> has Derek X still alive. Claire still alive. Travis gone. Ooh. Brittany, out of the abs. Brittany, strong pick. Yeah. And it, you got uh, Alyssa in the final round. Now wow. that's a steal. Steal. That's a steal. <laughs> we like sleeper. We massively fell into like stereotypes. Oh, completely like insane. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, but that's sort of like the reality TV thing where they show you these canned intros, and that's all we were going off of. And it's like, I oh, she's suits. just like the designer from suits. <laughs> um, my team, I have Kyland, boo, <laughs> Christian, boo, Hannah. Brent and Tiffany in the final round. Uh, I was Your so team mad. It's been decimated. No, it's not. Brent. I lost Brent. Oh, yeah. I <laughs> thought you said someone else that you lost. No. You, uh, strong, Hannah and Tiffany are really strong Travis. picks. Hannah and Tiffany are strong picks. Um, and then Terrence had Frenchie, who then became Sarah Beth. Ugh. Aza. Ugh. Xavier. Yeah. Oh. Derek F. and Whitney. You may have. The guy in But Xavier, a weak team. But a, a very weak team. <laughs> well, the thing is, the NBA is all about having one of the guys. So yeah. me and me and Terrence have one of the guys. It's a superstar league. You have the role players. Are you kidding me? Kylan, Christian, Hannah, Tiffany. Kylan wouldn't make a playoff none, rotation. None of those people want Kylan the ball. Kylan has an HOH. None of, those people wa- none of those people want the ball in the last two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. <laughs> I agree. So moving on to... 23-year-olds, Derek X. So I'm going to spin zone this because that's what you get to do when you're the host. You you get to be the first one to speak. What's about to happen? Uh, Derek X is just, he's just unlucky. Oh, no, yeah, no, no, listen to this. Wrong take. No, I'm serious because the, for some reason, the edit, down with Grodner, uh, the edit just likes to show moments where Derek X was in a group of like, Basically, the entire house except one person and didn't say anything game related, and it somehow backfired. <laughs> so, the first one was a group of like eight people being like, Yeah, wow, Frenchie's going pretty hard. And like everyone said it, and it just so happened that Frenchie walked in when Derek X said it. And then this one was talking about the slop diet, and he said, Oh, next week it's gonna be me and Hannah on the slop diet. And that ended up like majorly backfiring <laughs> for him. He's just unlucky. There were, I mean, there were like legitimately ten people in this room. Somewhat, but as a loud person, he wasn't even being I, loud. I think he might just be the guy whose voice carries the most, and yeah. that's a problem in Big Brother. <laughs> yeah, like he's just like, so it's going to be us. <laughs> and I, I, I think this is it's the opposite of put it in reverse, Terry. Like floor it because we were making fun of you, Terrence, for your take. Nope. On Down with Grodner. Derek X should be smarter about his whispering. And we just see him get caught over and over. <laughs> yeah, again. the Brent thing, throwing her out. Yes. And, and, oh my him, god. Him oh, and, no, and no, Hannah no, and him no. are a perfect match because they're both doing it. No, but they they're, were they're running their mouth. They were in the yard alone on the hammock, and then Brent basically like got on the hammock with them from behind. Sure. <laughs> but I don't know. They're that both happened. Sure, but I think it gets to something. I understand that what they've showed us is like unlucky. 
I don't think the Frenchie thing was unlucky. I think that was a little bit reckless. A little reckless. But him and Hannah are both just kind of running their mouth behind do- closed doors. Well, Hannah's just and, telling everyone how smart she is. Yeah, but we're going to talk about what happened with her and Christian, right? Like, that's that's reckless. Just, like, making straight-up fun of the HOA. I mean, oh, yeah. I, they they like to talk shit. That's, that's clearly... Uh, but, I mean, like, I don't think Derek... First of all, the Whitney thing... So, we got to talk about the Whitney thing. So, he said... They were talking about the slop diet, and he said, oh, well, next week, it'll be me and Hannah on the slop diet. That's all he said. And again, Whitney, who... I guess Whitney thinks she's going to date Derek X, because <laughs> my whole takeaway from this episode was that, like, she was heartbroken <laughs> that <laughs> Hannah picked Derek X. Um, she was shocked by, like, the realization that, oh, uh, you know, Derek sees himself with Hannah next week. <laughs> I mean, you know, Whitney... She's not 23. Like, she should be mature enough to, like, realize, like, oh, like, the two college kids are hanging out. Are hanging out. Like, I'm yeah, probably not sense. going to be their first choice yeah. to stay. <laughs> but, again, like, I just don't know if she's the smartest girl in the house, unfortunately. No. Not picking up on those social cues. Well, because we all know that Hannah's the smartest girl in the house. As she's told us. <laughs> yeah, she's told us a thousand times. Um, which, I like Hannah. Um and we've been seeing more of her lately and like I I like like her ability to think on her feet and stuff like that but uh that would get old. Yeah, I mean it's very it's like Travis. I, I don't I don't know if you already made this um this comparison. I know you made this comparison for someone. It's very uh Vanessa poker poker player like cuz oh Vanessa God. was all about like I actually have a very high IQ. Thank you very much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She, oh God, she I think so I, I think Hannah has more control of her emotions. <laughs> yes, that that seems to be true. You she, know what? It's comparable a, to it. Not in the same. Sorry, Terrence, Not in the same way because he, the, his was like in a more pathetic way. It's sort of comparable to like Travis telling everyone how he was in business school all the time or how he. Like, oh, it's very yeah. comparable. It's well. Here's the thing: when you're first out of school, you don't understand how little what you've accomplished actually means. It mm-hmm. like doesn't mean anything mm-hmm. after like two years so yeah. you and, and they just don't know any better and that's fine um but hannah is one of those cases of i thought at first like she's just like a, a diary room warrior and mm-hmm. she's like loud and has all these opinions and um get ready for the veto yeah <laughs> oh god <laughs> yeah like britney only talking about how smart smart she is but getting back we're, we're circling back to where how we got here She's just being reckless about it in the game, and I think it's a big part of her personality. And if she wants to go far, she's going to need to reel it in. Mm-hmm. So, so this prompts Whitney full on turning on Derek X, like she wants him dead. Uh, and she, you know, she was saying she's gonna blow up his game, which is the empty Big Brother threat. Uh, of modern Big Brother, it's like no, oh, I I'm mean, gonna, Travis pulled it off. <laughs> I'm gonna blow up some games. <laughs> no, Did he do it for like Kylan. Oh, no, he, he did it. Uh, well, he told Kylan about Frenchie being untrustworthy, yeah. and then that like worked. But like Frenchie blew up his own game. Oh yes. yeah. Now, while that we know from like the bird's eye view that it's ridiculous, like this wasn't gonna work. She did do what she had to do in this instance. She needed to find a good target. And try to shift attention to him, oh, right? And that was smart. That's she, she's going to save herself. That was smart. She tried to shift the attention to Derek X, but she made like, oh, I'm going to reveal all the secrets. Like, you don't know any of his secrets. I, I 
I have a take. There was a case for her to make here, and she made the wrong one. Showman's? Because she went the emotional way? She went the take Derek X out way, and as we'll probably get to later on with her exit interview, knowing the numbers of the house, we... Terrence, you and I talked about last week. Like a girl was always going to go home this week because it had to be like had to out somewhat. You can't make the case. Why don't you backdoor Derek X? You can make the case. Why aren't you guys thinking about taking out his little girlfriend here? Yeah, yeah, showman. Yeah, could have easily had a much more convincing, like viable argument. There, I agree. But yeah, yeah, I, I suppose because because. As we see throughout the week, Christian is very impressionable, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, he pretty much everyone that talked to him had a, a real shot at convincing him. Well, there was a very funny moment where they're like, "Yeah, Hannah." So Whitney tells um, Alyssa that um, Hannah was going around saying, "Like, oh yeah, I can convince Christian of anything." Yeah, he's Stupid. an idiot, basically. Stupid. Yeah. And Alyssa then goes and tells uh, Christian. Yeah, did you hear? Uh, apparently, Hannah's been going around saying that you're impressionable. He's like, oh, well, we'll see how impressionable I am now when we vote you out. It's like, well, you were just impressioned upon. <laughs> <laughs> One no, person. It's, it's Yeah, it's so true. But And, and this, was, this was key. I mean, I, how much we have to talk about in the Thursday episode? Because this is kind of at the end of the Thursday episode. So the POV wasn't used. Yeah, POV was not used. Uh, we've mentioned that Tiffany and Hannah have a final two... Kyland and SB have one with the worst name ever. Too sweet. Too sweet. Oof. There's really nothing to that. It's a bit, uh, that, bit too saccharine for me. And this was you can keep going, and then we'll go to back Kylan to Then we're going to talk about counting. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So we'll, we'll just talk about this. Um, in terms of who the target ended up being at the end of the week, it went back and forth 100 times. Everyone had different opinions. But really, it could have come down to, according to the edit, the fact that Hannah said Christian's stupid, basically. Mm-hmm. So we're left with that as our cliffhanger. Uh, and, and we're totally out of order here, but I, I just wanted to you know tie up that point. So, well, for one, I was told that this outline was two pages. Nothing on the second page. Uh, you probably are missing one. Or like, I must be. Because, unless I skipped a page. Oh. Let's find oh, out. Freakazoids. Oh, Freakazoids, come on. <laughs> Oh, here. Oh, my God. <laughs> we got to get moving. Here. <laughs> All right. So uh, Tiffany counts to 11. Yes. That, okay. This was maybe even the biggest takeaway <laughs> this from the is week. Huge. But ta- take it away. This her. is the biggest takeaway from the week. For the second week in a row, we spend the whole Thursday episode with no real intrigue about who's going home, but totally setting up for the future, which is awesome. Right? Like, we're knocking out these not so interesting people early, but the the long game is setting up nicely. So Tiffany was, I would say, the original quote unquote mastermind or the grill master behind the cookout, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um yeah. And she has always sort of had the loose the idea of a loose setup where we're all aligned, but we don't we aren't seen together. We don't um explicitly show ourselves as being uh playing with one another. But we know at the end of the day, we're going to vote the same and ultimately control who goes in and who goes out. So her thing was she was going out to everyone and asking them what six plus five is. So 
they count to 11. And why is 11 important? 11 is important because it's nine jury members and two finals. So that's that's your jury. You've made it to jury. Mm-hmm. So that's the next big step here. We know Claire got there, but who else is going to get there? Claire. Um, and her way of going about this is saying, okay, well, we need to set it up so that the six members of the cookout all make it there. Because once you get down to 11, you officially hold the majority for the rest of the game. And the way they're going to do this is they're still not explicitly aligning, but each one of them, except for Derek F. For, for no reason. No, there's a reason because it's 11. It's just a No, I know, but it was just funny because like, oh, yeah, Derek F. doesn't need anyone. <laughs> well, he doesn't need anyone because, one, I think socially he's just, he can flow as long as he wants. Yeah. And, and two, his, his duo would have been Frenchie. Right. So... But the whole idea is we have five separate duos, each with one member of the cookout in them, plus Derek X. That's our 11. And the whole idea is that these two people are going to be explicitly aligned such that the rest of the house catches on that these two are aligned. And any one of them, be it Tiffany and Claire or Sarah Beth and Kylan or Brittany and Aza. Brittany and Aza and one of the two others. Um, it was, Ooh, I think Xavier, Xavier and Christian. I think they tried to say that. I think that one's a stretch. It's weaker, but I think it's good. I think, I think they hang out a lot. Yeah. I think they hang out a lot, but I mean, we're, we just talked half the episode about people mistaking this between Derek X and Hannah and Hannah and Derek X, by the way. Yes. Um, Alyssa's going to be like making out with Christian and Xavier's just going to be like, hey, uh, Christian, you want to hang out? <laughs> yeah. It, it's this foolish mindset of like, oh, yeah, the guy is not going to choose his girlfriend in the house. Yeah. So, well, l- let's just first tie up exactly how it all came together. Right. So that the whole idea was they have these these duos. They're presented as being aligned. They can be put up as uh on the block because they're targeted as being a group of two but everyone in the cookout knows that the member of the cookout is a pawn and the other person would end up going home right yes so it's very smart very smart because then they know they control the votes but owen you presented a really good weakness in it the one weakness might be xavier and christian because Uh, how does Alyssa? there are two weaknesses beyond that but continue uh, that's that's setting the table. I think and it's a Derek brilliant. X. Exactly. Yeah. It's a brilliant the, idea. The the other weakness is technically you could just take it out of her hands and make it the first jury week. You immediately get Hannah and Derek X on the block and basically tell her like for your own good we're taking him out. Um just because again, yeah. you can't you can't have a showmance Mm-hmm. breaking up this plan here. But she knows what the plan is. I know she does. But my only concern... It, it, you you just can't bank on her being loyal to the cookout if she's in a showman's. Yeah, and, and, and we're talking about weaknesses to it, right? The other weakness is by having everyone playing their own autonomous game within this nebulous alliance, you're open to people getting too emotional. You're open to Aza for some reason, not liking Hannah. And, and, and Oz was Oz implying that she didn't like know she was in the cookout. Yeah. I, Oz is a wild card. That was weird. Like they, they should cut. If, if it ever got done file six, cut her because oh, she's, she is like more trouble than she's worth in terms of yeah. keeping your alliance. She um, seems to be 
causing problems in the cookout. Yeah. Well, she called it the cookout plus Hannah. <laughs> well, uh, to be fair to Aza, the at least the way the show showed it to us, the way Hannah was added to the cookout was like truly bizarre. Yeah, but like the week or the episode before, I agree with you on. But the episode before on Wednesday, I'm pretty sure uh, Oz was like, yeah, I don't like that Hannah's on the block because she's a member of the cookout. Fast forward to Thursday's episode and she's like, wait, what? Han- Hannah's in the cookout? <laughs> yeah. It, and that might just get at as brilliant as this is, it might be really hard to pull off because it's very abstract. It's very abstract and it's a little like a, I think it's one of the best plans I've seen on Big Brother in a while. Well, and we've talked about sort of running something in the shadows before as mm-hmm. an idea, but it, it doesn't really get pulled off. It's almost as impressive as Brent's plan last week. Oh, man. <laughs> the only thing I'm a little unclear on, it's like, why do you like know you have the numbers for the votes if one of your members go on the block? Because you have five and you can force a tie. But then it's like, who's the HOH? Uh Oh, well, true. Well, uh, no, because if the other side is the HOH, then the votes, they automatically have, have one more than the other side. And if their oh. side is the HOH, they tie it she, and have the HOH vote. See, that's why she did six plus five. Yeah. So six, six wins once you get down there. Right. So if they stick together, they can control everything. And I love the it. idea of an alliance just not showing its face until that point when at at that point people will start to get wise to it Mm -hmm. it's gonna have to happen i want to see it pulled off so i do too i also so good i i have a take i think the cookout should reveal themselves to every jury member oh as a like this is a this is a notch in the belt oh yeah and and specifically tiffany should try and take credit yes Mm -hmm. um uh because uh it's also the type of alliance that you see it form in the in the shadows like that, and you just like have to be impressed. At least I think so. Maybe oh, people I would will think be so. too insulted. Who knows? Uh, this this seems to be a a group though that cares about strategic gameplay and they like each other. So I don't necessarily see a ton of bad blood forming, except maybe Aza or maybe moving on. If Tiffany says good morning too quietly one or too many two more times, <sighs> yeah. That was that was bad on Tiffany's part. Well, that that that's the one drawback with her because you don't know. It, she's always like right on the edge of maybe having an emotional like flaw to her game. Like three people were talking about Anne Hathaway, and she basically whispered good morning and then was mad that they didn't respond. And yeah. and also there's this whole like demonizing Sarah Beth storyline going on here, which and is a bad move. You don't want to get was, in like a big fight. Yes, and that was uh, Tiffany just like basically seeing what she wanted to see mm-hmm. uh, when Sarah Beth and Xavier were clearly occupied talking about Anne Hathaway, as you said. <laughs> uh, and also, like, Kylan was giving her a hug. He just didn't say anything. And then he got into the main argument with her. He's like, I'm and, sorry. And you know what? I, I loved how he handled it. He was very nope. blunt with her of like, you know, I can't solve your problem here if you're not acknowledging your flaw within this. Did you say that Kylan was giving somebody a hug? He was. Weird. He's a good man. Dude, I'm so sick of every time I'll literally forget for a full episode that Kylan's there. Yeah. And then they show him, it's just like, oh yeah, he's got his arms around somebody. Well, he's Russell Wilson. 
I don't know, man. I think Patterson. And and Russell Wilson makes a lot of money, just like I'm gonna make a lot of money when he wins it all for me. Well, Russell Wilson's (laughs) the you know, the player that everyone's like, Well, he's really good and very likable, very nice guy, but like people don't like him because he's nice. (laughs) (laughs) Well, no, it's too try hard. It's too try hard. Right. Yeah. I don't know. He seems genuine to me. I'm like in I'm in the middle. So Whitney gets voted out eleven to nothing. And uh, yeah, uh, Derek F. We have to talk. We got we got a write in from fan Richard wanting us to talk Ooh, about. Okay, so what's the, the write in? Um, he mainly just said he wants us to talk about Derek F. and his uh, votes to evict. What do we think? Is this is this? Uh, is does he two know or three it's weeks? a bit? I have no idea. Or is he genuinely getting like that flustered in the moment? That... I think he might be getting flustered because when Julie Chen sort of like said like vote to evict this week, he's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he might be getting flustered. I don't know. Um, I I like it. We've seen people have this slip up before, but it's never time. been this consistent. Uh, so it's impressive. It's a, it's also, pretty funny how often people go in there and there's like a defeat. Do the vap for that, Alyssa. Well, it's because <laughs> they're, they're trying like, to yell me. out to their nine people they want yeah. to say hi to. That's all it is. Uh, if I ever get on the show, I'm not yelling out to any of you guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Puck has video. He, he's not even going to shout out the pod. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, he's a professional. Yeah. Please do. Please shout out the pod. Uh, well, if you guys can get a producer while I'm on the show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Good point. Are you, are you going to, are you going to try out for next season? Ah, uh, who knows? All right, cool. That's a no. Uh, no, no. Maybe, maybe I need a little more age under my belt so that you're not twenty three. Twenty three club. Twenty three. Oh, um, it's gonna be like the first days in there as a twenty three. See, I'm doing it. <laughs> a twenty three year old like talking very loudly about the other house guests. Turns well, twenty four and then I, he just gets very oh, sober. I actually think I would get caught talking shit a lot. That would be a flaw to my game. Yeah, oh, and yeah. turns twenty four in the house and then just immediately spirals into his quarter life crisis. <laughs> <laughs> Great timing. Uh, um we we should also talk about um Derek F's walk. That was a great moment. I love that they're showing the Killing fun it. moments. Yeah, well, it seems like there's more fun moments than normal, too. Correct. Loved it. Are you guys saying that, like, Cody didn't seem like a fun guy last year? No. (laughs) No. Not even, like, the chemistry joke or the biology joke. Not even that kind of fun guy. Yeah. (laughs) So, (laughs) first day of biology. You don't remember that? I do remember that. I wasn't expecting that to be pulled here. (laughs) (laughs) So, with Whitney out of the house... We've got some goodbye messages for her. Whitney. Uh, yeah, guess I'll see ya. Hey, Whitney. Uh, we gotta grab a drink outside the house sometime. Hey, Whitney. Um, well, you know, I can't wait to check out your YouTube channel once we get out of the house.
All right, let's move on to Sunday Scaries. Who who we scared? Who's scared? Well, according... I don't think we can do that without knowing the HOH. According no, we, to started, the listener, we started doing this. According to the listener, we definitely do not know who won HOH right now. So, in that case, do we think... Do we just have the blanket like Sarah Beth should be scared? That's who I had. She had oh, the most. Oh, I like that. Yeah, she, she's the only one who's made waves. No one is. No one has put a huge target on their back, and for whatever reason, people are not ready to start targeting strong players. Well, and assuming that the Kings don't win HOH, people are going to be going after the Kings, and Sarah Beth would probably be the likely number one target. Yeah. So there you go. Well, but well, they won't be because the teams are gone. No, but I think people will at least now know. Like, well, they're obviously working together. That's a fair point. Maybe I don't know. I I kind of think while the teams were there, there was the obvious they're working together. But really, most of these people were getting pulled in a ton of di- different directions. Well, they better know though, because like the Royal Flush is a thing, and that's just two teams combined. With I don't know the Royal the Flush the might. No teams might kill the Royal Flush. Is that a possibility? It is possible. I'm very interested to see what the social dynamic of the house is, how it changes up. Uh, because a big part of the reason I like teams, you could be seen whispering with three other people, and it doesn't. It's not weird. Correct. So we'll see. Is this an HOH or is this an alliance? Is this an alliance? Yes. <laughs> um. Okay. Yeah. Sarah Beth should be scared. Uh. Of course, there's always the blanket. Britney should be scared about going on the block. We should all be scared if she does. Yes. Also, oh should but, be scared if but she does. If Britney goes on the block, get ready for the veto. Yes, of course. And <laughs> and a low key one, just because we know what the plan for eleven is. The only person outside of that is Alyssa, other than Sarah Beth. So just someone who, if the cookout is able to execute early, she's gonna be one of the targets. It's also a problem uh going back to the holes in the 11 is thinking that Xavier is going to have any sway over Christian is foolish but not only that they need Alyssa out when Christian is the most athletic guy in the house well she's i was just thinking how it is the most difficult aspect to pull off because in order to pull it off as smoothly as possible, you might need to do a backdoor, which has not even been mentioned as a, as a strategic yeah, point weird. this year, which I'm okay with that. I'm okay with seasons that are not backdoor heavy because some are only backdoors because everyone's too afraid to be direct. Mm-hmm. Um, but let's just think about this for a second. Who would need to be the HOH and either put Alyssa straight up on the block or backdoor Alyssa for it to maintain the integrity of the alliances, namely the Royal Flush, that sort of let the cookout currently operate in the background. And by that, I mean, what wouldn't totally give it up right away? Hannah? Yeah, maybe Hannah. Hannah's yeah, the realistic Hannah. one, because like Claire is like the one where it's like, well, no. <laughs> That's, yeah, that might that might be it. I think it's just Hannah. Yeah, so there you go. Hannah's the answer. That's how you get Alyssa out. Well, easier we'll, said we'll than see done. If she comes through for that, um, at some point things are going to, some dominoes are going to have to fall here, and I think the royal flush is 
going to quickly fade away with the teams. Uh, maybe they have about two weeks left here. Uh, and then after that, it'll there will be smaller and smaller subsections, and the cookout is still going to look like the biggest one. Do you think it'll be micros and macros of twos and threes? I, <laughs> I'm really picturing that in my mind. Right now. <laughs> I love that. Uh, all right, so moving on to armchair HOH, the segment where we grade this past week's HOH. Does anyone feel strongly about a grade? I do. I'm going to give a B plus, despite being a perfect week. Same here. Uh, because I'm, I, I think I'm being a little more strict with my grades this year. In the past, it basically used to be like perfect week. You got out your target A plus. I'm, yeah, my strictness is going to be about it's going to factor in the weight of the move. And it's like, is Whitney a heavy move? No, no. it was See, just a house move. This guy's an enigma. He's strict with the grades, but then he puts uh, what was her name in his top four? Bella. Bella. Two years ago. <laughs> You're never going to live that one down. But you've always been the wild card with the. The power ranking. I mean, just wait, wait until Brittany makes it. She's so. I have a question. This is a Big Brother philosophy question. We don't necessarily agree with this as the direction the game has taken in the last last however many years, five seasons, like basically the whole time we've been doing this show. Well, I'm just gonna butt in. I think this is the perfect distillation of new Big Brother while still being entertaining. Oh sure, yeah, you know, I'm not hating on this at all. What I'm asking is, is the quote like your first let's say you're a guy or a girl who's gonna win three to four hohs throughout a season at this point in big brother strategy isn't the correct strategic play to if you win an hoh in the first three to four weeks to carry out the house plan absolutely yeah well so i'm gonna i gave him an a because he didn't cross the i was just thinking like there's a backdoor threshold and I think yeah. they just crossed it with uh, the teams. So the one thing we forgot to mention, the teams are no longer. We've sort of mentioned it, but we didn't like outright say it. Uh, we've now crossed the threshold and two shots can be taken. Yes. Uh, and they but, need to be taken. Yeah. There's no easy options anymore. But for basically the first month, you know, you you go with the house target, you make friends, you try not to look like a tyrant. Yeah. He had the perfect week and did that. I'm fine with giving him an A. It's not an A plus because it's not groundbreaking. I think I'll I'll bump up to an A minus because it, I, my thing I somewhat agree with you on. I don't think that Whitney was the best move long term, but, and I'm only going to say that because I don't think getting Hannah out would have rocked the boat too hard. Well, and I think credit to Christian is we're talking about how impressionable impressionable he is. He stuck to his guns. Everyone was telling him one thing or the other, and he wanted Whitney from the get-go, and he got Whitney. It's a good point. He did end up in the right spot, probably. One one reason I also have him a little lower, maybe he did more of this than we know of, but I don't have a better sense of his relationships within the house, besides getting the Jokers involved. Yeah. like that, that was a solid move, but other to, than that... He seems to hang out with Britney. Christian? Yeah. Oh, interesting. I don't I've know. I've seen them like I playing can't pool. Gauge who, who Britney's cool with? Like people don't seem to dislike Britney. I, but I. Well, she's definitely cool with Aza. Yeah. 
She does um, pool aerobics she, she with just, SB. She never seems to be involved in important in an important game conversation. So we never see her yeah. throughout a week. Right. Yeah. She raps with Whitney. She plays pool with Christian. Yeah. I know we have leaned heavily on did they leverage this power into more alliances for the first three weeks? But in week four, I think it's set. Mm-hmm. Right? Like I don't know how much he needed to do or should have done more than he did in terms of like adding more alliances. I'm not saying necessarily add more alliances, but I want to see, I want to be able to see the interactions that you have with the rest of the house outside of your circle and think like, okay, this person's in a pretty good spot with people. Yeah, I agree. So a minus from you. Uh, All right. So let's move on to whose house is it anyway? The segment where we rank our top four house guests. I'll go right off the bat. Uh, my number four is Alyssa. Alyssa's nice. under the radar right now, which is impressive considering that she's in a showman's. Now, I could easily see that changing depending on who's the HOH next week because people are going to start looking at showman's. Yeah, for sure. Uh, she's under the radar. She seems to really be like next to Xavier, the brain of the Kings and the Royal Flush. Uh, she's not afraid. She doesn't seem to be afraid to make moves, but she hasn't been the HOH. She hasn't been hourly aggressive. Right. And um, she seems to have a pretty good feel for the game. Uh, this week for four, I'm going with someone who I think is just like in a nice spot. And I think Alyssa's in a nice spot. So my one question for you is, does it not scare you that Alyssa's number 12? Well, you mean because of my draft pick? No, no. With with the 11. Well, it might we're talking sca- about all the different holes and the showman's being involved. Alyssa's number 12. That might scare me next week, but we're not there yet. True. I, well, I, there I, are only two, two, two people that need to go before you get to 11, right? It's her and Sarah Beth, and that's it. There's only two weeks to 11. No, but... We've got SB uh, no, right now. SB is in the 11. Yeah, she is. Oh, yeah. Wait, who's the other one? Um, It's her and... Or Alyssa and... And, and, and... Oh, hang on. I'm pulling up the cast. <laughs> How do we not, uh, not Claire. have this? But Claire's no, safe. No, no, she's her. safe. She's with uh, Tiffany. Oh, um, Brittany? Brittany. No, Brittany's no, with Brit- Aza. Wait, oh, so, wait. wait, are there only 12 house guests left? There's no way. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. 10, 11, 12. Wait, so... So there was a plan for next week. So get so out Alyssa. Tiffany's entire plan hinged on getting out Alyssa this next week. That that seems impossible, pretty much. It's yeah. not as brilliant as never I say it never. Was. And yeah. I mean, like the the core of this plan can still exist, but I I am. I I'm caught off guard. The perfect here. iteration of it probably can't. Yeah, I'm caught off guard that it all hinged on we got to make sure to get Alyssa out this week. Yeah, yeah. I the idea is probably to break up that showman's right. Yeah, that's the key thing there. So she's thinking she wants to get a king out, and it's one of them. But it's yeah. not Christian. How much of her plan changes now that the teams aren't a thing? It are the people she wants to to carry forward to that point different you can adjust that i feel like a little bit yeah because the point needs to stand six first five that's the mm-hmm. key, that's the crux of everything 
Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So there you go, Alyssa. Yeah. Um, let's see. Who do I have? I have is number four, uh, Derek X. He is right now always going to be hovering around around my power rankings because he's just a strong competitor. He's well aligned. I have brought up the shortcomings in his game, but he keeps sliding by, and people seem to like him. Uh, he always has a chance to have a dominant week, and you know, even further his position in the house even more. So feel good about him. Uh, could have been an, an honorable mention. I I was waffling back and forth between him and Alyssa. So if that gives you an idea. Now, you just had a major impact on my rankings because I have a top three I feel good about. And I was almost even considering, like, do I leave a blank four? Because I couldn't think of a standout four. And I still don't think there's a standout. I disagree that Alyssa would be on this list just because I'm I'm not liking her position in the grand scheme of the 11. But um, and I wasn't initially jumping at Derek X because of the whispering. It's a problem, but it is or, a problem. or lack of whispering. <laughs> um, and then I was thinking, like, I mean, I love Kylan, but is, oh. does he deserve to be on this list this week? Probably not. Hey, Julie. I, I am going to go to Derek X simply because he's proving to be a comp beast, and I think that has a lot of value with the uncertainty. Yeah, and I think all of us, all of our fours argue that regardless of Tiffany's master plan, we want it to work, and we think there's a chance it can work. In the immediate term, it's always going to be more impactful to either be the competitor that can win something outright, or in the case of Alyssa, be attached at the hip to one of the two to three most competitive players in the game mm-hmm. so that in the near term holds a lot more weight than this grandmaster plan that while brilliant requires a lot of things to go right so i don't think we can say that that's more important than who can win hoh this week so just throwing that out there right yeah. all right so my number three is tiffany the Same. mastermind of the what well, we're not calling anything it's the cookout but I'm talking about the a plan. Yeah. The eleven plan. Yeah. Uh yeah, I mean, like I've I think she does seem to be the de facto leader of the cookout. Um, we're finally starting to see her really like play. Like there's been a lot of talk, but now she's starting to play. Yeah. And I, I, I like ahead. her position. Yeah, she has everyone's ear in a good way, mm-hmm. it seems. Uh it doesn't seem like people have any real issues with her yet. Uh, was going to, and we we always, for whatever reason, decide that three is kind of like a you can put anyone in here yeah. and, and rationalize it for your own in your own way. Mm-hmm. Uh, she needs to start backing it up with some wins because you you can have all these ideas, but they really are just that until you do what you need to do to carry them out. Mm-hmm. So she needs to win some stuff. Um, I know she said in her initial video that if I decide to win, I'm going to win like every comp hasn't quite happened yet. She did have the one wildcard comp thrown her way. Um, but yeah, still feel good about her game. Probably my favorite player, um, at least strategically. And uh, I want to see her go far. So was she also your number three? Yeah, that's why okay, I'm, okay. I'm piggybacking. Uh, just wanted to make sure. My number three 
is Christian for much of the same reason I picked Derek X because I think he is the comp beast of the season. I think he's number one by a pretty wide margin. I don't think it's wide. I think it's wide enough. I I agree. He's number one. Um, and while maybe, maybe the 11 plan does come through and they take out the showmance and that would probably involve putting up Christian Alyssa. I really think that Christian is going to be a tough out. I kind of just think if he's on the block and he gets to play veto, he's probably just going to win it. Yeah. Um, That's why I think he, he needs to be a, a backdoor candidate just like Alyssa does because he would do the same thing to protect Alyssa unless you put them up against each other on the block. Yeah, uh, he would win the POV and take I, either himself or her off. I would actually say the the thing with them though is that you would have to try and uh, stab them in. <laughs> I can't think of the word. I, I want to say stab them in the face. Him. No, don't backstab them because you need them competing against each other. It's fine True. if Christian wins the veto if if Alyssa's your target. Yeah, that probably is the best way to get them out. Um, but yeah, Christian is all about just the fact that he's so good in competitions and I just that's also going to be a huge wrinkle in the 11 unless they really ha- are on top of all of their votes because he could probably win more HOHs than the entire crew of 11 very very true but at some point there are weeks when you're not competing right mm-hmm. and if the voting power becomes so overwhelming where let's say they're down to eight and Christian's one of the uh, the two non-cookout members. I mean, if, if he won HOH the week before and he's sitting out, he's a sitting duck. I agree. But we're really, we're forecasting out pretty far here. Yeah. All right. So my number two is Derek X. Um, I I think that we're making mountains. No, I think we're mo- making mountains out of molehills with the Derek X flaws. It's a witch hunt. I mean, I really do feel like it's overblown a little bit. Um, every week he he is in a bind. That's all I'm gonna say. He's in a, He's bind, in a bind because everyone likes every him. week, so everyone thinks they're like uh, his guy. I know, but at some point that could come and bite him. That's all we're saying. At some point, but not right now. He's number two, baby. I love it. All right. I, I don't really to... need to explain it. I, I think no, no. We I, know Derek X. Well, I like Derek X too. I. I just am, I am readily acknowledging the issues that he has sometimes. Well, I'm not. <laughs> uh, my number two is Christian. Owen hit the nail on the head. Um, if you're a threat to win every competition you're in, you're really hard out. And I just already said how I'm, I'm valuing someone who can, you know, enact change on the game right now um, in these power rankings. So kind of an easy pick. My number two is Xavier. Uh, was that your number two? Or, oh, yeah, yeah. Number Sorry, continue. Two. Um, because I, he's in a good spot. He's competing in this HOH. Everyone seems to like him. Uh, great looking guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, he he seems to be good at having those one on one relationships with just about everyone because we keep seeing him like pull people aside and try and see how they're doing stuff like that, that is such an important key to this game mm-hmm. yeah dan, dan geesling was a master at that yeah it's amazing how far those type of interactions go with people uh so i'm not necessarily putting him this high for any sort of like 
man, I think he really has a lot of ears in the house or uh, has a lot of literal power. I just think he's in such a good spot that I don't, I don't think anyone's coming after him. That's for sure. And he's definitely a competitor. I, I would take him. I'm hard to argue with that. Well, X is my number one. Same. Uh, I mean, like, it's like we, you crafted the perfect big brother player in yeah. the lab. <laughs> no, seriously. He is not only in a great position, like you said, Owen, but he's the most well-rounded player. He could win almost any comp he's in. He, his relationship game is at a completely different level from Christian. Um, right, right. And I, I think that's his main competitor in terms of, you know, um, competitions um, and, and that type of athletic prowess. Uh, yeah, I just love his game. I don't know what else to say. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm rooting for him. And my number one is uh, is Tiffany. Knew it. Well, I mean, one, uh, I'll admit it, a little bit of a homer pick. But two, I, we're seeing her be the leader coming up with the plans for what we all agree is the most powerful alliance in the house. Absolutely. If that tra- if she makes it far, the key is going to be doing exactly what you guys mentioned earlier, translating that to the jury. Because it's not always it doesn't always click with everyone right away if you played a um like a Derek type game where you were in the background most of the time pulling the strings and then people added up at the end. You need you need to sort of almost just like lay it out explicitly for these people. I'm the one that's making this happen. To some extent, I do think your best campaigning uh, strategy when you're that person is making sure that at the very least, when all the people get to jury and they start coming in, they start having the conversation of wow, Tiffany is like actually sneakily behind a lot of these decisions. They tend to compare notes enough in the jury to come to that conclusion. So is this a show don't tell instance? I think it might be a little bit. I mean, it never looks good when you're trying to outright take the credit for a ton of things. But if you make sure that like you leave your calling card at, the Every Joker, crime scene. The Joker card. She's on the Jokers. Yeah. No, she's not. Yep. She's on the Queens. Oh, yeah. But um, you leave your calling card at every crime scene here. It, let the mystery build up around That's wh- how powerful your game is. Fair enough. I like it. All right. So that wraps up another wonderful episode of Podcast of Vito, a Big Brother podcast. Be sure to tune into our post show on Paramount Plus. <laughs> uh, and we will see you next week to talk about another great week of Big Brother. Good night, house guests. See ya.